0: Steamiest pre-roller <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh can this be like an adults only episode I mean I yeah, guess they all is, are because yeah. they're explicit mm-hmm. But this could be our adults only tagged episode Much like our very very horny still interested This could be our horniest HDW lady <laughs> um, We could play it on big screens At Adventure World when they have their adults only nighttime parties Yeah and you guys are going into the Temple of Sea, So things might get a little wet <laughs> Yeah, we never yeah know. Yes. <laughs> Splish sploosh <laughs> Oosh Bagoosh. Okay. All right, okay. I don't think we've actually got anything usable in here. So I, mean, I mean, oosh, oosh is pretty really
1: good. We can't, <laughs> we
0: can't use any of that discussion in the in the pre-roll. No. I don't think we have anything. Okay, okay. We, we have Jackson me saying hello to Emma Watson. We just cut there. I feel like hey I Jackson, here's one that yeah. I didn't tell you guys. did tell you, Jackson. I lost my sunglasses at the beach this morning. Is there something there? Can we do something with that? <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just play with that for a while and see what it's- falls out. <laughs>
1: This is a tale of a strange and dangerous world. A world known as Carthus. This is an adventure full of magic, hardship, and friendship. This is a tale about a world at war, and the people who are forced to endure it. When ancient magic starts to stir, three unlikely heroes find themselves embroiled in a quest much larger than themselves. But, more than any of that, This is a story about how to win loot and influence dragons.
0: Hello, and welcome back to How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons. It's me, your host and best friend, and all around Sunday? It's Sunday, isn't it? Sunday morning, boy, Ben McAllister. I've been up in the beach this morning, having a good sandy time. I'm feeling a lot more fresh and prepared than I usually am for this record, and I'm here with my friends. My name is Jackson Newsett, and I'm your Sunshine Guy. Ooh, I like that. Like a Super Mario Sunshine thing? Yeah, well, also, I mean, more deliberately, just as a very beautiful sunny day outside, and I, you know, went for a walk, got a delicious cup of coffee, you know. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just full of life. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Full of beans. Alright, and who else is here with me in the studio? Well, speaking of being full of life, I'm
2: Thomas suddenly method acting Steve Jobs Oh. Oh, okay. And that's because I ate a banana, an apple, and a carrot right before I came here. Whoa.
0: So it's not because you. <laughs> 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 you imagine that's how I dropped that news. I was like, guess what, guys. No, nah, um, has it been long enough that, that that's funny? funny? I, don't know. <laughs> yeah. I honestly don't know. It. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna have to make it. a serious decision about whether or not to include that joke. When <laughs> I'm doing the cut. <laughs> oh no! Well, let me let me just do an alt. I'll just do an alt real quick, and then we just maybe sub <laughs> yep. that one in. Is it because you love to nickel and dime your consumers with unnecessary <laughs> add-ons? Wow, why did you take a swing at a dead man? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh boy,
0: man, what a legacy! Again, okay. I'm gonna have to leave the whole thing in. Once <laughs> <laughs> more, I
1: have
2: force forced thine hand.
0: <laughs> the devil tricks you again. Oh no. Okay, all right. Finish introducing yourself.
1: And um. What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Finish introducing your half elf.
1: yeah what do you think of that guys boom yeah i'm speaking of full of beans i'm your birdie bots every flavor grace (laughs) chapel hey
0: very good (laughs) extremely good
1: i think thick and fast harry potter references today (laughs) i'm not gonna be able to help it i watched all um, eight movies in the last 24 hours
0: it's true she did i I gotta say um (laughs) uh alas earwax how does that one treat you Uh, good good one earwax jokes are like there there is like a a very small area of acceptable Uh, jokes there where people (laughs) will be like fuck yeah I love that earwax content in Harry Potter there's a bit where one of the fucking twin brothers makes an ear joke and the other one's like the whole wide world of ear related humour and you went with that Uh, (laughs) that he says that yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) the whole wide
0: world of ear related (laughs) (laughs) humour Yeah, what? I think that's yeah. kind of what you were just touching on there, Jackson. Irrelated yeah. humor. Had yeah. Shrek
2: come out when he made that joke? It must have. It
0: came out. Yeah. yeah, dog. Shrek came out before the first Harry Potter movie. I'm pretty sure.
1: I think it was the same year. No.
2: Did he? Did he- Come out that I put year. Money or on did it it. All right, into hang the on. Room and then leave through the window.
0: Shrek. <laughs> oh, n- nice, dude. That's a hot reference. Yeah, they did come out the same year. Grace, well done.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Both
0: 2001. Wow, yeah.
2: what a powerful
0: year. Up against each other at the Oscars, you yeah, know, they were both fighting
1: oh, for best picture. What <laughs> a, a space odyssey.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was, was a good his, year for kids. Philosopher Stone and Shrek.
1: Yeah, it was Toy Story 2 as well, I think. Yeah. Croft Tomb Raider.
0: No year will ever be 2007 for movies, though, as what far as I'm concerned. What came fucking out? Fucking, like, every good movie? Hang on, let me let me quickly look it up. This is like every episode of Still Interested ends with me looking at this list of movies. Yeah, genuinely, virtually any Ben has. Like, fucking... I mean, to be fair, a lot of people would argue this. There way. will be blood. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of really good movies that came out this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, 2007 was the year that I lost my faith in movie award ceremonies, because... There was so many good... I actually remember that being a thing, is that they just couldn't couldn't get all the it's good It's ones. like,
0: no, no Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood. That's two movies enough that you'd be like, wow, great year for movies. But also, throw in Zodiac, throw in Juno, throw in fucking Sweeney Todd the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Wait, hang, hang on, me hang in. on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Grace, are you saying, like... A decade ago, you were like, <laughs> you... "Well, that that ends my faith in the mainstream Hollywood awards in The series. academies, <laughs> mm, the academy's a... really gone and like done a number on themselves now. I had was weird that you a thing decade about the ago? Academy.
1: I uh, yeah, no, I was like obsessed. <laughs> I used to, I memorized all the best picture winners, sort of thing. Wow, yeah, it was a weird thing I had.
0: Also, a little more. Why you s-
1: wasted your lives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, to keep going, a little more silly, but still good. Superbad, also 2007. Wow, Fuckin- I can't believe Juno and Superbad came out. the yeah. same Yeah, yeah, dude. I also can't believe they're the same year as Zodiac. I am Legend also came out that year. <laughs> that Will oh, Smith movie. Fucking the fourth Die Hard movie. A mm, little bit softer there. <laughs> yeah, but, um, <laughs> a little soft on that I one. mean, Disturbia, <laughs> The Simpsons movie. Fucking! it it keeps going that's
2: bizarre but was the Simpsons movie really that good the Simpsons
0: movie was the closest thing to a return to form for the Simpsons since like season 11
2: a big scale did that have spider pig in it yeah Yeah. Yeah. it did spider pig
0: yeah dude let's get this good 2007 humor on mine and Harry Trotter (laughs) (laughs) the the Harry Potter we've come full circle it's all the references in one we did it oh my goodness yeah also Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix came out in 07 so you know what yeah Wow. Yep. Wow. That was
2: an incredible
0: year. 310 to Yuma. Also, Spider-Man 3, the one with Emo Tony Maguire. <laughs>
1: oh my god, Emo Tony Maguire. for
0: film. Yeah. Alright, we have to start this podcast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's do a bit of a recap. When we last left our heroes, they were travelling with Alyssa Brambles to the Temple of Sea After she revealed that she was responsible for taking the keystone thus enraging the fish folk and sparking their attack on the city. The group made their way by boat to a sea cave to the east of Hanalport, where they travelled deep beneath the coastal mountains. Inside the cave they found the door to the Temple of Sea, which slowly rumbled open with the help of the keystone, but not before the party was attacked by a horrifying tentacle monster. Once the foe was dispatched, the heroes entered the temple, where they were quickly met by a large wall of running water which blocked their path. Consulting with Alvar about the contents of Valeria's notebook proved no help. The only note it had on the Temple of Sea referred to it as Devar's Cave, with the follow-up, nothing allowed inside except for Devar, his thoughts, and his blessed solitude. After remembering an earlier vision, Tresilia realized that they needed to place the keystone into a receptacle on a nearby statue. After this was done, the curtain of water slowly parted revealing a wide gap that the party would need to traverse to travel deeper into the temple. That brings us to right now. Well, I guess we gotta leave the stone here then, or... That doesn't... How quickly does it part the curtain? Couple of seconds, and it's not like very far apart. It's like yeah,
1: yeah. yeah okay. So we couldn't
0: Indiana Jones that shit. You could try. <laughs> I wouldn't
1: recommend it,
0: <laughs> but you could certainly try. You might also then find yourselves trapped on the other side of the yeah. wall of water. Yeah. <laughs> so... If only, if only we had some way of like leaving the stone here, but like guarding it with like a a protection or of some sort, like some sort of like humiliating and like. Like ambushing sort of thing, we could leave the Keystone. If only there was. Oh,
1: I'm. Oh! <laughs> I have a thing. <laughs> oh. Um, was that? I think jo- jo- Jody needs to give Josie the hint. You know.
0: Yeah, I think mm-hmm.
1: obviously. <laughs> not gonna. I mean, j- j- just
0: just Im- ima- imagine all that with like a poor Spanish accent, and then that that's coming <laughs> over uh, the, yeah, the stone. Okay.
1: Josie's like. In an absolutely unrelated thought, I've just remembered, <laughs> I can place a trap around the keystone. <laughs> a big gooey trap.
0: Yeah, okay, so you can go ahead and lay your traps down. Is that your plan? Because Alyssa Brambles probably at this point pops up and says, so, just um, just so you're all aware, um, you know, the reason the fish folk were coming into the city is, I believe, they can sense this thing. And I believe we left fast enough that they didn't give us any trouble on the way here, but I think we'd be kidding ourselves if we didn't think there was a chance they'd come on our back trail, as it were. Well, look. Yeah, that, that is new information. That is, we, did, we did not know that at all.
2: <laughs> I did move past my feelings towards the fish folk, but they linger a little. And so if we're
0: forced to fight our way out through them, I can probably stomach it. She says, Okay, but are we gonna risk them getting here and taking the keystone and I don't know, maybe trapping us inside? You can stay here with it. Well, look, I mean it's not ideal, but I I can. Yeah. I, I could I could stay and, and kinda of rear guard. I mean, I won't have any way of getting in touch with you guys unless one of you wants to give me one of those sending stones you're also fond of. Uh, probably worth it.
1: I did it last time.
0: <laughs> I I cannot communicate without
1: mine. <laughs> Look at you, donkey.
2: I need to be able to relay my tactical <laughs> requests for sit reps and stuff.
1: <laughs> well, I guess we're at a bit of a what's it called? Where everyone's pointing a gun at each other?
2: An Eastern League standoff. Yes. Yeah. Should have of a wall. Yeah. Um, no, a Northern Desert standoff. Hey, Drowsy. How about how about we uh, play a game of chess to decide who? <laughs>
0: Two Intelligence 8 characters! Sit down to I a am quick, proficient a with chess! Quick game of chess! I'm proficient with it! <laughs> uh, um, look, do you really think you're gonna need to relay tactical maneuvers silently inside a temple where there are no other sentient things?
2: You know what, voice of my brain, you make a good point. <laughs> Junkan hands his stone. Yep. But really only because he was so impressed by Druzzy's tactical withholding of information earlier with Bramble Scramble trying to question
0: us. Very good. Look at you guys all growing Aww. as people and friends.
1: Um, while we're looking through our packs, Druzzy merges past her magical panador and takes a- pops a couple.
0: Oh, a healing potion? Yeah. Nice. Okay. How many of those little healing potes are you doing? Like three. Yeah, go for it. Anyone got any sanctuary cider's kicking around?
1: Or, I, I got two of do. them.
0: Yeah, I think you probably all still have a few. Yeah, I got two. All right, so Drazi heals herself right up with some of those nice, nice little potions, And you've got this, yeah, like, sort of, um, slightly more than person-width gap in the in the Raging World Water.
2: Now that this is raised, actually, what occurs to me is that I'm also, like, 20 HP down. I might use my greater healing potion
0: just because it's... Why not? Oh, uh, I should conceivably save it. Yeah, well, that's the one that's most useful in combat, yeah, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, Oh, I've also got at least one just normal healing potion. Yeah, chortle it down, dude. Um, I think I'll be okay. I just got eight. All right. Not one.
0: Does anybody have any spare healing potions? Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Alyssa Brambles pops up and says, oh, you guys need, need more healing? Um, yeah, I can break you off. A, I can break you off one of these. And, uh, she walks over and, and breaks you off a cure wounds. Oh, nice. Um, and you, my friend, are healed for an additional seven points of healing. Cool. She says, uh, yeah, I got, I got a couple more of those if um, if anybody wants them. So I got some I got some energy. I mean theoretically if I'm gonna rear guard here, I probably should hang on to my spell slots as best I can, but uh I could probably do I could probably do you one more. I like the idea that she's hanging on to her spell
2: slots in the way that Druzzy has a sorcery point. Package. Yeah, she's got a pouch of spell slots, yeah. too. She
0: reaches into she She's the- just standing there holding her <laughs> slots.
1: I'm actually feeling really good. Thank you.
0: Okay. Alexa? Yeah, fine. Um, if you want to leave one of those traps behind, I mean, I'll bring it with me if it doesn't get triggered, but it might be helpful in the whole defending the thing. I can lay the trap, and I can hide, and then, you know...
1: Um. I'm going to leave the trap <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, and
1: I'm definitely going to do that. Don't you worry
0: about it. Yeah. Very good. So you, you leave a trap behind, which one, a goo trap or uh, or an acid trap, a goo trap, a
1: humiliation trap, A humiliation yes. trap.
0: Okay. Very good. Okay. So a humiliation trap is left sort of, and it, it's like discreet. It can sort of blend into the ground We you establish like pressure plates that disguise themselves against the ground. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, yeah, it's sitting next to the statue. Now are you guys trying to find your way through this water wall? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So team, we faced something like this before. And, Jody, you were able to just run on the wall, but now
0: there's water in the way. I can tactically insert. Oh! You could! You could tactically insert. <gasps> oh! With your tactical insertion cloak, and Dimension Door definitely gets you over the gap. Can you take someone with you with the Dimension Door? You teleport yourself from your current location to any spot within range. You're right, exactly. What you bring
2: one willing creature up to
0: your size or smaller. Nice. Okay, so we can get two of us over. So we've got that option, but we do need to come up with something else. Now, I will say this. Jody can walk on walls. Jody can walk on water. This is a wall made <laughs> <needed> of water.
1: <laughs> it,
0: I will say that because it's running water, it's hard. Like that, I'll, I'll, I'll make you take a check for that one. Okay. There is heavy risk associated with that. Like we can like tie Jody around the waist as like a sort of safeguard sort of thing. And like Duncan can like plant himself.
1: Can we just do, like, a very low-risk survival check of, you know, shooting an arrow across that has the rope attached to it?
2: But, like, what's going to fasten it on the
1: other side? Also,
0: Benjo, just real quick, um, how long does this water breathing... Am I permanently water breathing? Uh, you, you don't know. Okay, great. Just checking. Just checking in. <laughs> I was just going to look
2: up jumping rules. Because oh, Because yeah. I'm strength 18. I might be able to clear it. You might be able to jump it, yeah.
1: What's wrong with my arrow shooting idea?
2: Like, even if there was, like, a convenient tree on the other side. All right, you can clear your strength score in a jump. Automatically. Yep. So, looking at it as a soldier who's jumped around a fair bit, does it look like something I could do?
0: Look, it's 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 thirty feet across. I said your strength score is eighteen, so you're, you're getting eighteen for free. Yeah, you can look. You can take a check, dog. You can get it done. What's your strength score, Jacko, <laughs> By the way, my I think my strength is like twelve, I think, or something like that. But I, if I use a key point, I double my jumping distance. So, do can count could jump eighteen feet. So you can get most of the way there. So, you could take an acrobat, an ac- athletics check, and and make that jump.
1: And you can dimension door if you fail.
0: Oh yeah, you can have that as a safeguard. Yeah. You can take a running fucking jump and try and clear the gap. Yeah. Oh, but then I have a rope. Yeah, tie the rope around you, and then tie it around the statue, and then fucking try and clear the gap. And and if uh, I
2: don't, then don't even need the dimension. Yeah, you just climb back up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Nice, 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 nice. Okay, rope on the statue, rope on me.
0: Fucking nobody tosses a dwarf. All right. Now, okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs)
2: Now this is ladsy and all. The Dunkans just gonna try and power jump it. Jody's key point takes him to twenty four.
0: Plus, I've got my concussive rod as well, which is higher so than. Oh, so, should so he should advantage. still
2: be the one to make the jump, really.
0: All right, so I think Duncan like gets ready to make. Yeah, the I'm jump. like about to jump, <laughs> and, and he's like, like, "Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my late. <laughs> <line." laughs> uh, all right, so is Jody gonna try Toss that me. same? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is Jody gonna try Jody, that same? I think maneuver? Jody like looks at Duncan and then like, I guess, sends him an SMS. And is like um... Duncan doesn't have a stone. Mi- oh no! <coughs> Fuck! Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is not nowhere near as cool now. But anyway, uh, Jody, Jody looks at Duncan, realizes he doesn't have a stone. Looks to Druzzy, and is like, "I was um going to make a quip about um Duncan spotting me, and I would like jump off him. But um, would you mind um asking if that's okay with uh with 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 him if I if I jump off him? You know, you, you know."
1: Sure. Duncan Jody wants you to toss him off. <laughs>
0: okay jody jody can still hear so he 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 rolls his eyes uses his concussive rod and leaps over over the boundary (laughs) all right take a check with advantage from the concussive rod burst. (laughs) so the first one is a 26 um oh the second one is a 27 so i'll take the 27 Okay, that's good, because the 26 wouldn't have done it. But the 27 oh, has got you the extra Thanks six goodness. feet that you didn't get for burning a key point. So now Jody's on the far side by yeah. himself. But now we have something to fire what? the arrow into. <laughs> and he can catch it! I can catch it! Druzzy Fire the arrow! <laughs> You tie a rope around your crossbow. Make an attack roll. Yeah, fire at Jody. No, I think you could just do it. Jody fucking catches the arrow out of midair yes. and plants it into the ground, and you guys can fucking monkey bar your way over there yet again. Well, that was the I longest a, amount I of time b- anyone spent trying to clear a fucking thirty-foot gap. Hysterically, still
2: easier than a T junction.
0: <laughs> the T junction bottle episode yeah, yeah. That we had. <laughs> so. You guys find yourself in a room, and looking back across the distance, you see Alyssa just sitting there at the foot of the statue, like, Bye! Um, let me know if you get into trouble. Oh, right. And then she picks up the stone and says, Let me know if you get into trouble <laughs> over the stone. And uh, and, I'll, I'll, and I'll do the same. Just remember, you, you gotta come back if I get attacked by a bunch of fish people or whatever. So, yep. Enjoy! And uh, you guys are now in a room, which is, again, smooth stone, kind of slimy, kind of dank, uh, pierced by... This sort of dappled green light. Is it lit? It's it's, it's lit by dappled green light from like ceiling mounted like strips of... When I say these LED things, I'll describe them. They're essentially like inlaid glass uh, that this like green light is kind of just like emanating from and kind of sort of filling the space. MMing from. Yeah, MMing from. Like the green M&M. The sexy lady M&M. And kind of... of, Is the green one the sexy lady one? No, that's the M&M with the spaghetti on it. Okay, Crispy. Sexy. M and M. You had one. Ben, Just you had one opportunity. Oh wow, that that is one crispy M M&M. uh, oh. and M. Uh, and yeah, you can see before you there is what appears to be what we humans might recognise as something like a Scrabble board. I was really hoping you're gonna say chessboard. It's kind of closer to a scrabble board. In the center of the room there is this sort of raised sort of table like structure, kind of like a scrabble board. And sort of scattered around the board are a bunch of tiles with what you immediately recognize as old elvish characters on them. Like individual characters from the like old Elvish characters? alphabet. Like no oh, like right. Commedia dell'Arte characters, no. Yeah. More 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 like um <laughs> oh, the most fucking theatre nerd joke. <laughs> 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 okay. That was same uh, character as Duncan Yeah, yeah. I mean like, ah oh, yes, my future as an actor. Ah <laughs> this ah. one. Is bandalone. <laughs> oh boy, that was a year 10 drama, Paul. There's a Scrabble board type structure. Or I shouldn't say Scrabble board. It's not very deep. It's actually just two rows of eight characters or eight slots. And then sort of scattered around it are Scrabble tile things made out of stone with elvish characters sort of carved into them. Beyond the sort of board on the plinth, uh, on the opposite side of it, sort of directly opposite you as you enter this small room, is a kind of familiar looking site. It is a big square stone door, uh, but around the outside of it, it is rimmed with this sort of polished copper. So it's starting to look reminiscent of structures, but more stone, less copper in this aesthetic. Like early um, cinema, maybe. Uh, and it's a lot danker yeah maybe you could draw what conclusions you like from that but yeah, yeah. There's, it's different at least it's it's, it's mirroring the Sinai design you've seen before but it's different so here you are you're, you're faced with this sort of stone what you can intuit is a door based on like the positioning of the copper it kind of looks like it's hinged you've got this panel in front of you and you've got these characters
2: how many... What are the characters? Do anyone like speak Elvish?
0: Every, yeah, Elvish character is there. It's kind of like oldie Englishy, but you can still, like, spell out words. Did um, I just
1: raise my hand on life?
0: You did, yes. Grace raised her hand to say that she speaks Elvish. That's fantastic. And, oh, I should also say, uh, <laughs> immediately above, like, the two rows on the board, there is a switch. So we've got two by eight. Yeah, 16 slots.
2: Are the characters... Um, are there 26 in the
0: alphabet a bit or...? Seems like they do, like, straight one-for-one substitution cipher in D&D, so there will be 26 of them. Uh, if that's not canon, don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was it that Devar carried with him? His thoughts and his solitude. The exact line from the book is, <laughs> Devar's cave, nothing allowed in except for Devar, his thoughts, and his blessed solitude. Maybe
1: blessed oh, we'll solitude. Look blessed
2: solitude. Let's try blessed solitude on the two lines.
1: It's not enough letters.
2: Well, let's just try it. Duncan tries Um, blessed solitude.
1: And are you going to press the button? Because I'm not going to. I'm not going to get the electric shot. Duncan.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um. I will use my pike to (laughs) go what on the lever.
0: Okay, so you spell out uh, in Elvish the direct one-for-one letter translation of the word Blessed Solitude. In fact, there have to be more than one of every letter. Like, there's just an assortment of letter tiles. There are enough for you to spell out pretty much any word that you would like. You spell out the words Blessed Solitude in this Scrabble board and flip the switch and for a moment nothing happens and you're worried that maybe your staff soaked up the electric shock. But then, you hear the mechanisms beyond the door rumbling to life, uh, and you hear it sort of, and see it probably, sort of start to sort of slowly swing upwards away from you, revealing the room beyond. Do we just solve a puzzle? like On the first fucking (laughs) try! Zero percent failure! Fucking... Fucking Temple of C speedrun, eighty <laughs> percent. Okay,
2: now you're gonna to want to get the skooma and <laughs> take a left up yeah. Hey,
0: do you reckon if if T keeps his pike pressed down on the switch the whole the whole time? Do you reckon that's only half an A press? <laughs> <laughs> oh, too easy, so Terry Jackson. But I love it at least. <laughs> I like to
2: imagine that whilst we put it together quickly they didn't and there was at least one point figuring it out where Duncan just gathered up all of the E's in the room and just made it go E.
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't press the switch yeah. <laughs> he's learning <laughs>
2: and if that ain't
0: the title it's just E. e- <laughs> like someone mashing down on the E. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> Never mind 1A uh... press. Look at all this E press.
0: Heyo, it's me, your boy, Big B, just checking in on you in the middle of the show as per usual. We hope you're enjoying Chapter 33 of HTW Laid. Thanks as always for listening. If you happen to be a new listener, welcome. And if you're a longtime fan, thanks for coming back, I guess. Instead of our usual shout-outs and calls to action this episode, I wanted to tell you all about some really exciting stuff that's coming up for Curio Network, our podcast network, in the next few months. Firstly, we're going to be running a short season of HTW Laid live at the 2019 Perth Fringe Festival. We've got three shows in late January at Lazy Susan's Comedy Den, and we are so excited. You guys all made the last live show so much fun, so we're so stoked to be bringing it back as part of Fringe. Secondly, I'm extremely excited to announce that we've got a brand new show coming to curio in 2019 this time launching live also at the Perth fringe i'm not going to say too much more about that right now it's going to be in february at the Perth fringe festival and i am so so keen for you guys to hear it there'll be more details to come for both of those announcements in the next couple of weeks so make sure to get at us at curio network on facebook instagram and twitter or at htw Late on twitter to stay up to date okay i won't take up any more of your time thanks as always for listening keep your ears peeled for more and enjoy the rest of the show Okay, so let's talk a bit about what's on the other side of this door that opens before you. Do you think you guys just kinda like walk straight through or, or what, what do you think?
2: Yeah. You <laughs> before telling us what we can visually see, you want us to commit to walking through the door. Okay, I'll tell you what you can visually see <laughs> through the door. It's just kind of hard to that, describe. <laughs> like, as you walk through the door, you get fucking eaten by yeah. the dragon yeah. I hadn't meant to be. It was, right yeah, was like sharp you
0: looked, you, you Walked right shit. into its <laughs> mouth, you fucking idiot. That's That's stupid PC. <laughs> You fucking NPC-brained idiot. It's just like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm so sick and tired of keeping you idiots alive. Fucking just walk right into this dragon's <laughs> mouth. Go over an and in, you piece of shit. <coughs>
2: <laughs> oh, dear. That's my uh, fruit energy right there. That's my fruit energy
0: humour. Oh yeah, because you're full of fruit. Yeah, I'm so do good. Goodbye cancer, hello jokes. <laughs> you do that impression
1: too where it's like your secret lives as fucking angry gamers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Grace, I haven't played a video game other than Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild in over a year. (laughs) Yeah. So through this door, you guys can see a big open space. I'm trying to think like what you would actually see through the door. Probably what you'd see through the door is like some ground that extends out ahead of you. It's all stone. It's kind of this same stone that the rest of the room is made of. Like the walls are kind of slick, sticky, you know, an underwater cavern and the ground is just kind of dry, regular stone. And then you would probably be able to see that it kind of drops off after a while. And you'd be able to see that the room is, is big, at least 100 metres across and at least like 100 metres over till the, the distant wall. And you would just see this platform drops off. I think that, that's probably all you would really see.
2: Um, just for Dun understanding in character,
0: how many feet is 100 metres? <laughs> <laughs> Approximately 300. Maybe it's, it's probably a bad. little, a little under that, but it's like it's a big room.
1: That's how big the hole is.
0: No, that, that's how big. Like, so like you're, you're looking through a door, you can see the ground extends beyond this door and then drops off, and you can kind of just see like the distant wall. So yeah, you wouldn't be able to see oh. the full side Wait, extent of the room. Wait, how much right. more floor is there before the drop? Let's say thirty feet. Can I
2: crawl forward and peek over the gap?
0: You'll have to go through the door to do that. <gasps> Fucking wish me luck in my life as an NPC idiot. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a yes, yeah, r- roughly a couple of hundred feet between the two sides. As, so, so as far as we can see, yeah, 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 right, that's right cool.
1: Um Unless anyone stops her, I walks straight through.
0: That's fair. Do you guys walk through onto the the like bit before it drops off? Yep. Um,
2: yep. I think yeah, probably, yeah, I think Jun Khan quickly grabs Drizzi's arm to stop her.
0: Oh no, and- Jody. <laughs> And Jody's still walking alone!
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, I guess Jody as well, if he's within reach. I don't really know how we're standing. But um just quickly puts an arm to each of them and says, wait, let me poke the floor first.
0: Okay, um, so do you just walk poking ahead of you with the javelin? Uh
2: yeah, with my pike, actually. Okay. Can it can it be shaped like an Urukai pike? Why not? Why not,
0: Tom? Sweet. Okay, good. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna fuck quickly stand up if he comes over a hill, let me tell Ooh. you. So you walk ahead, poking the ground with your Urukai pike before you. Uh, and I'm gonna say you just look like a big fucking idiot because there's no traps in the in the in the ground as you walk through the doorway and out onto this landing. Uh but once you're all through the door and kind of standing on this this landing, you probably see pretty quickly, beyond the drop-off, like down probably 30, 50 feet, is A huge pool of water The entire bottom of this room After the drop off There's just like a big big pool of water That's like you know Probably close to you know A couple hundred feet wide And the rest of the room long So a couple hundred feet long uh, Which initially is placid But as you walk into the room You hear a number of things You hear massive What we might think of as Turbine sounding things turning on And the water quickly becomes A raging torrent Pushing from the far side of the room Really really fast Towards the bottom of this Sort of cliff face that's dropping off So it's like just water just powering like a waterfall across the surface of this water down towards that wall Breaking against the wall and you assume being sucked into some kind of mechanism and recycled You also hear several loud splashes and screeches as swarms of these leathery Crackling with electricity bat-like creatures burst up out of the water and fly directly at you. Can I get some initiative rolls?
2: Oh I decline to give you my initiative I I have to fight them.
0: You just go last, I think. oh
2: damn.
1: Oh, we both rolled a two. Two twos.
0: Okay, I, rolled a f- I rolled a five, but that becomes a ten. Hey, I don't know about All right, you. But so JU for 22. ten. How are you guys?
2: Who's twenty-two? We're both two. <laughs>
0: oh wow.
1: We're just old no, Jesus. Like, my name is. Duncan has a modifier.
0: Yeah, yeah. Home. It's okay. Um. I think this might be the worst an initiative count has gone for you guys ever, because you are all last... All these fucking weird, leathery, amphibious bat things are acting first. There are more things to see in this room and this water, by the way, but I figure you're probably more immediately consumed by the bats, so I'm not going to describe too much else of what's going on. Immediately consumed? Yeah, because you're the <laughs> last in the order, so you're all eaten by the bats. Yeah, congratulations.
2: Well, <laughs> no. audience, it's been fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll never know what happened.
0: So, alright, this big pack of bats splits up into three swarms. And quickly one swarm engulfs each of you. Yeah, it's almost as if they're attacking three discreet targets. Yeah. <laughs> so now, uh, I'm gonna make some attack rolls against each of you. The first one's gonna be against Dunkan, as a bunch of bats lash out at you with their fangs. I'm um for it. that's twenty to hit. I imagine that hits your AC. Yeah, unfortunately it does. Yep, yep, yep. So I need you Tom to take four piercing damage, and can I get a constitution saving throw, please?
2: Uh is it anything to do with like poison? No then my constitution save is a mere 20, I'm afraid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, you um, you just take four lightning damage on top of that four piercing damage and nothing else happens. So just eight total. Eight total damage. Yep, that's that's right. So the next swarm uh, lashes out at Drazilia, I'm going to say. And 19 against AC? Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. So I need you to take for me also four piercing damage and can I get a con save from you?
1: So 22.
0: Okay, wow. Uh, then you only take two lightning damage and nothing else happens. Woo, woo, woo. Lastly, the attack roll against my good boy Jody. 18 against AC? Uh, AC is 18. Goddamn. That, that is a hit. Uh, all right, you take seven piercing damage, and I'm going to need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen it coming, to be fair. Oof. That's two fives in a row, row for this, boys. So that's a uh, seven for, on that save. Okay, you take a full six lightning damage, and you are shocked by these electric bats, and you can't take reactions for the next round. So oh, I love with that. reactions, with that, the bats that are encircling Jody disperse out of his range and fly away from him. But he can't take an attack of opportunity against them because he has no reactions. <laughs> now it's Jody's turn.
2: Oh, dude, they played you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They're off the edge of this platform. They're, like, hovering above, like, the, the drop-off down to the water. In theory, if one jumped... Yeah, if one jumped, one could slash them. Or one could attack one of the other swarms of bats that's attacking his friends that are right near him. It would really be up to one wooden tit. <laughs> one <to laughs> wooden tit? Deary me. It's up to one wooden tit. <laughs> yeah, Jody, Jody's been called worse. All right, he... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jodie, you're a um, wooden tit. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I can't take reactions, does that mean I can't use bonus actions, or... No, no, you can use bonus actions, it just means you can't take reactions. Right. Okay, so, okay, a- okay. Anything explicitly listed as a reaction. Okay, I'm going to use Stunning Strike. Now, how, do, how does that work on a swarm bow? <laughs> yeah, I guess it means you, like, individually <laughs> Okay, no, 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 okay, so, yeah, Jodie's coming in just, like, sort of, like his arms moving in this very strange pattern, essentially. Yep. Um, and he's like sort of like spinning around. And uh, so that's going to be an uh, 18 plus no- 27 to hit. Yeah, so which swarm are you trying to hit? The one surrounding Drazilia. Oh, that's so ah. nice of you to help your good friend Drazzy. Okay, great. Yeah. so the swarm surrounding Drazilia gets hit for sure. Can they roll a con save for me? They can. 12. 12. <laughs> Um, great. They are stunned for a round. Oh. Um, Alright. So I guess that means, like, in the context of bats, they're just hovering in place. Like, I don't think the full swarm of bats drops to the ground. <laughs> that doesn't seem very likely. <laughs> but, um. Bats are known to do that. Yeah, the full swarm. That is like, true. I guess he hit every individual bat Wait, where do you
2: think the term bat rock comes from
0: yeah right of course we've all heard that term he runs into the swarm just like rapidly punching like a million bats that seems a little op but okay let's um let's 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 continue yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll, I'll um, apply the stunned condition great, great great okay how much damage did that do by the way um oh i didn't roll damage oh my god sorry it's been you a didn't. little while <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's been a been a little while between drinks with this boy there it is i thought i lost my d8 that is a four plus six, ten damage. Nice. All right, you, you as you're stunning them, I think I with this. Oh, sorry, is there more damage? Uh, I'm going to roll my second attack. Okay, yeah, yeah do that. You've got advantage because they're stunned. Oh, not twenty. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. I mean, yeah, right. I haven't I haven't rolled my second die though, so I guess no advantage. I think okay, that's fine. Um, no, 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 no. <laughs> no need,
1: <laughs> no need,
0: and I'm gonna um, burn another. I, I can't. Can I burn another key point this turn? Some some abilities require more than one key point, but it's still, you can only do like one thing that uses key points is what it sounds like. Oh, because it says you can spend one key point when you hit a creature with a melee attack to force it to make a con save or be sun for a round. And then uh-huh. I have one which is like, you can use your bonus action to do a flurry of blows. Okay, well then, yeah, I think that that's fine then. Yep, go ahead. Heck yeah. All right. Um, so that means I'm going to do three attacks. So I'm going to roll. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> all of advantage. Um, <laughs> yep. So uh, 19 to hit for the second one. Yep. And then uh, 24 to hit for the third. Yep. Okay, and on the first one, I get double, right? Sorry this is taking so uh, y- long. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, no, 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 go. Five. Uh, cool, so that's 11 damage plus um, the- I double my... No, you just double the dice. Your bonus is the same. Okay, uh, cool. Okay, well, that's that's uh, 17 damage. And yep. then uh, <laughs> on the next one, six damage. And then on the next yep. one... Eight damage. Okay, okay. So I think Jody, enraged at having been shocked by these bats, but that they've flown out of his fucking reach, flies in anger towards the swarm attacking Drosilia and just spins around in a flurry of mad blows and strikes and knocks down, like, all but four of the bats. <laughs> so now there's just four bats standing in front of brazilia like, oh, shit. And uh, that's the end of your turn, I suppose. Now it's Duncan's yes. turn. Okay, I will
2: just unleash Righteous Fury... <laughs> through mm-hmm. the blade of my sword. Mm-hmm. Righteous Fury, of course, meaning just vengeful, hateful fury. Not
0: not a, not an ability called Righteous Fury. No. Yeah. Okay, you yeah. Nothing You're even good. remotely of the sword. What are you attacking? Your swarm or...?
2: Well, actually, am I within reach of Druzzy's swarm? No, you, you all would have been standing next to each other, I yeah. assume. Yeah, yeah, you totally are. Yeah, sweet, okay. Well, then I will swing at Druzzy's swarm to try yeah. and, you know, manage the initiative counts, you know? Yeah, yeah, nothing I do like know. an Indian NPC or <laughs> Uh, first wings coming in at 19 to hit. Yes, that hits. That is Did you roll not... advantage? Or... No. Yeah, you have advantage because they... Um, oh, well, let's see instead. No, I don't. Okay, good. The damage is looking pretty good. going to re-roll that too. Oh, it turns into a one. That's upsetting. Seven, five, 12 damage on that first yeah, hit. Yeah, I'm
0: going to say with that expert 19 strike, Zun Khan sees these four remaining bats and like quickly calculates a trajectory for his sword that will cut through all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, like, carves <laughs> these four bats out of the air with one stroke
2: of his great sword. So all these bats are now dead, which is marvelous because due to my feet, that gives me an extra attack. Nice. Um, Ew. So I'm going to use that extra attack onto my own swarm. So it's uh 16 to hit. That does hit. Sweet. I will damn deal. Rerolling rolling that one, nine, five, 14 damage. All up. Okay. And then my second attack on that same swarm. Uh huh. That's 20 to hit. Uh-huh. <laughs> I... 13 damage yeah okay good 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 is that is that your turn done
0: uh yeah okay yeah, so his bats off, aren't
2: scaring me too much I after mean, having that will
0: suffice. after having carved one small swarm of bats to pieces with confidence turns on his own swarm and cuts a few of them clean out of the air with some more expert strokes uh, but then he's he's does tired they make, like, funny electrical noises yeah like when you when you knock on out of the sky does it kind of sound like I'm fighting with a lightsaber just because of <laughs> the sounds like they make when yes I get that's right
1: and but, it's like a um, mosquito zap
0: yes but only if you hit does it sound like a lightsaber and a mosquito zapper. <laughs> Very good. All right, now it's it's Gracie.
1: How much damage do we think that we dealt on the swarm above me?
0: I honestly don't have a clue. I'll say it was more than 40.
1: Okay. is feeling a little bit offended just to say that the boys came in and felt like they needed to take care of <laughs> on her. But uh, she turns her icy cold fingers onto Duncan's swarm and conjures an ice storm. Nice. I don't need to roll.
0: So I guess that also will probably hit Duncan.
1: Do you reckon there's a way that I could cast it, like...
0: Uh, like, all around like him?
1: Above his head?
0: Um, well, they I don't occupy think so. the same squares. Yes. So okay. swarms, like, are, like, occupying the same five-foot square.
1: Yeah, so I attacked Dun <laughs>
0: Okay, very good. What the fuck? Seems <laughs> senseless.
1: <laughs> Just use a different spell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, so there are three swarms of bats. The one that attacked Jackson flew out over the ledge. So if you didn't want to crush Duncan with ice, you do have options of other targets.
1: I wasn't really listening, I thought that yeah, no, two I, had been... I know you weren't yeah, listening, okay. Grace. <laughs> oh, yes. um, yeah. yeah, okay, so that... I... No, I attack the swarm that's out... Hovering. Not near my comrades. Okay,
0: good. So I will make a deck save for them. Uh, 10. So I assume that's not going to do it. No. Okay, very good. What is it, by the way? Like 15 or... 15? 17. Alright, whoa, that's high. Okay, great. Um, okay, yeah, so they definitely fail that uh, deck save. So how much damage do this swarm of bats take?
1: 33.
0: Okay, 33 damage doesn't crush this swarm, because they haven't taken any damage yet. So now, there are two swarms but of bats remaining. I'm not on half health now. <laughs> <laughs> Think about a... that,
1: bats. Yeah. What
0: about the initiative
1: count? I yeah, could've... what about the initiative <laughs> count?
0: Okay, I'm going to say, now we're, now we're back around to the bats. And the bats swarm in one swarm onto Drazilia who just ice stormed them, and they attack her. And 15 against AC? Yep. Okay, so I need you to take, Drazilia another... Uh, six piercing damage, and I need you to take a constitution saving throw for me.
1: That's a 21. What is with these icon saves? Okay,
0: so two lightning damage as well. Six damage altogether, and then that's all that occurs. And then the other Swarm of Bats. Who do they attack? Well, they're still encircling Duncan, so obviously Duncan. Oh, but they're they're just going to bounce off your armor. They're not going to be able to get through on this particular attack. Which, seeing as that third swarm is now dead, that brings us back around to Jacko. Jacko, you got this swarm that's just been ice stormed that is now encircling Drasilia because they didn't stun her, so they didn't fly away. I think just like regular old beatdown time. So just like, you mm-hmm. know, what I'd like to imagine is that like, Jody was just sort of like, moving in his turn, like very good, almost like, you, you've ever seen that, like, that, that air, airbender uh, footwork from like, uh, Legend of Korra, and that sort of thing, and she's like yeah, moving dude. through all those little like, yeah, very much like Jodie's still working in that, just like spinning around, striking and stuff. So he's going to keep yeah. that going, and oh, go for a strike. I love airbender. Jody has
1: a very sort of, airbender vibe to him yeah
0: absolutely absolutely do you think you're more um, of a tenzin or more of a <laughs> what's what's jody's airbender vibe probably like an ang realistically i think like in terms of that as an airbender like do you think he has that much like vibrant love for life i would say lot. so up up All until right. he found out about the king like murdering his family essentially yeah like yeah, i think he yeah. was a, fr- a pretty chirpy boy uh so the first one's uh 24 to hit yep that'll do it and which one are you attacking the swarm on grace or the swarm on t presumably i'm next to the i'm next to drazilia anyway right i think so yes so that'll be nine damage on the first one and then um i'm gonna attack again um oof how does a 16 sound to hit 16 yep hits. hell yeah 14 damage. Yep. All right. Don't even worry about it. Um, okay, <laughs> Those bats, you crush the last few out of the sky like no, a bug swatter. Duncan, really you're up. <laughs> There's one remaining swarm of electrified bats. They're currently attacking you. Well, on the one hand, I feel more like Batman than I ever have. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: on the other hand, they do need to die. Okay. Um, I said I feel more like Batman. Wow. Mm. I think I'm becoming Duncan. Mm. <laughs> if he becomes Batman, somebody still needs to be him, right? Does that mean you need to have, like, a thinly-veiled past drug addiction? I don't know. I think I have to go to war and come back and everything. Does that mean Batman becomes me?
0: Is it circular? I I think it's more like one space to the left. Like, everyone moves one space to the left, and you just happen to get Batman. Right. And Batman is now... No, I happen to get Duncan. Duncan Right, right. So Duncan's Batman. And then Batman becomes, like for Grace maybe yeah maybe for Grace oh, maybe. we can't know it, <laughs> <Topher Grace. laughs> it could be for Grace we can't see it's it not and he starts doing these strange editor films <laughs> there's no way to know it's not for Grace
1: yes. <laughs> maybe you just realise that you were Duncan all along
0: yeah alright make your wow. attack rolls Duncan are you attacking these bats I sure am okay 20 that's a natural Woo! 20 is it a natural 20 okay natural natural Jesus
2: Christ 20. Yeah. I get to reroll that one that's 10 I get to re that one That's six, that's 16, 21 damage on the first attack.
0: Okay, you carved through a sizable number of these vats, but there are still a few buzzing around, a few Muhammad Ali's floating like a butterfly, ready to sting you like a bee, if you happen to miss them with your next attack.
2: Now, do I get an extra attack if I crit? I think I might.
0: I'll edit in some weight music. most fucked up collection of tabs open when we record this show. Current tabs I have on my computer. Steve Jobs' death, Shrek, uruk Pike, and an article about alternative cancer
1: treatments.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sweet. I'm going to use my bonus action to make an additional attack. When you crit. Oh, that's so nice. Alright, go ahead and do it. That one is 18 to hit. Uh, yes, that will do it.
2: I'm roll of my one. Still a one, because I didn't really roll it. That's <laughs> nine damage on that one. Okay, that
0: is enough to slice through the few remaining bats so there you go you've cut through the last remaining bats. so i guess you don't need to use that last attack that you've got there you're out of initiative order you've done it you're standing around like a bunch of bat corpses how's everyone doing health wise
2: i am let's say nine hit points above
0: the sex number wow you have so much fucking health yeah all right okay i also barely took damage yeah how about you guys uh i'm a 59 56 All right, good to know.
2: Every time I see the number 69 anywhere in the world ever, I think of you.
1: Hey! That's, that's the tremendous Whoa. sexual energy that I bring to the table. It's getting very wet in here. All right. <laughs> in this temple of water. This is what Ben promised us for this episode. Such yeah,
0: Ben is just delivering on the raw sexual power of this episode. This yeah. episode is the getting- RSP, if you After yeah. dark. Mm. Yeah, HOW yeah. late after dark, recorded at the crack of noon. <laughs> that's the sound of it getting dark. Oh, oh yeah, because we all have to kiss. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it almost kind of sounds like bats flying in the dark. Yes! Yeah. So let's all make more bat noises and I can edit them in underneath that entire encounter. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that'll be enough. I'll just leave it. Okay,
2: good. You great. also have to add in their sonar ping. So. I'm not so boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a pigeon. That's yeah!
0: Minute. What other fun noises can we all do? Let's just take a minute. I can do ducks. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. not bad. That's not bad.
1: I can do pigeon. Ready? <laughs>
0: Ooh. I can do cats.
2: <laughs> Meow.
0: <laughs> oh, that was very good. That sounded like a like a cool, like, Luthario cat. Yeah. That, like, gets all the lady cats yeah. on side. Shall we crack on with me describing the rest of this room that uh, kind of got distracted when... On the back. To. Yes, that's, that's exactly yeah, what I was reaching for. Thank that's you. Thank you for saving me, Tom. Thanks for, thanks for throwing a mattress under me. mock a mattress? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So, alright, okay So, as we already know You guys are standing on a ledge That's probably like A couple hundred feet wide And it's just stone And then there's a drop off In front of you Down to what is now Like a raging torrent It's like a river Coursing incredibly quickly Towards you On the far side Of this room Like a couple hundred feet away You can see That there is like Another landing Just above the water level Rather than On the same level As where you're standing now You might not really properly Call it a landing Because what it is Is three landings It's three discrete landings separated by more of this water. So basically just all of this water, three kind of islands on the far side. And on each of these islands, there is a door. And next to the door, there is something that looks like, from this distance, you probably can't make it out too precisely, but it's like some kind of mechanism, like a lever. And in huge uh, symbols, I should say, carved into the opposite wall above each of these three platforms are essentially what we might think of as Roman numerals, but Drosilio Duncan and Jody would just see as a single vertical score, two vertical scores, three vertical scores. So it's like one, two, three above each of these platforms on the far wall. Also... Down in this raging torrent of water that is coursing towards you, there are a stream of little floating platforms that are essentially coming out of the wall at the base of the drop-off and shooting very quickly across the water against the coursing stream and essentially coming to the landing, like directly lined up with the landing where the doors and the levers are, and then dropping down out of sight. So you're getting a picture of what I'm talking about here. Essentially imagine a big thing of water, three streams of platforms aligned with these three islands on the other side that have these three doors on them
1: so there's a door a lever and a sign
0: yeah above it one two and three interesting i will also say <coughs> if you were to peek over the ledge you would see that there are like a series of pretty easy handholds down on this side of the wall that you can essentially get down to where these platforms are emerging from
1: oh should we climb down
0: let's climb down okay
2: should we take one landing each
1: well, we don't have to yet, do we? There's just the... Well,
2: there are three separate landings on the other side. I've finished describing
0: brilliant. the things in this room. <laughs> it's down to three. you guys. Yeah, we'll just climb down and have a look what's down but there's
1: there. there's no landing down the bottom, is there?
0: Yeah, there's no landing at the bottom on your side. Ah, there's just... You can climb down the wall and you can hang on to it, and then you can, like, try and Jump drop onto one of these platform. platforms if you wanted to. Yep. Is there is there anything in... Because um, we we had those uh, hints from uh, Valeria, yes? um About the, the blessed... The, the solitude? Uh, was there anything... Was there anything else in there? I believe when you spoke to Alvar, he told you that all that was written on the page that he'd been able to co- decode was that message about Devar, his thoughts, and his blessed solitude. Mm, okay. Well, I, I feel like she's really um, left us without without a paddle on this one. Um so, <laughs> uh... Up Devar's Cave Without a Paddle. If that's not the title of this episode, I don't know what will be. (laughs) I'll also say probably just for ambience, it's very loud in this room, because of the like torrents of rushing water. Oh do you want some volume? Yes. By the way, sorry, um, J- Jody messaged that to everyone because he probably still can't breathe, right? And so he's probably still um, got water going on. Uh, he's a, like, water yeah, Jody's thing. still wearing yeah. his little fucking apparatus, yeah. his rebreather.
1: It's like a reverse of the bubbles that they have in the Goblet of Fire when they're swimming to get the, the wax people under the lake. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: that gillyweed? No, <laughs> no, the other one. The um, bubblehead charm. All right, um, what are you guys doing here?
1: Jody! <laughs> why don't you try first? Because you're so dexterous.
0: I think okay. uh, jo- Jody messages back, of course, but I-, I had something a little different in mind. And Jody leaps off the platform and uses his cloak of gliding to glide down to one of one of the one of the platforms below. Okay, how far can you glide with that cloak? I not. No, I you can, can make it. Like I, I get, a, I get a glide speed of sixty feet. So I, I, I'm not flying to the other side. As in I'm like, I'm like, ba- oh, you're basically try and land what I'm on doing one is- midway. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can probably land on one midway. I don't think you can make the whole distance, but you can try and like steer yourself onto one. Because of- yeah, I, w- I want, to say it's How many not. Seconds would it take you to drop the whole way? Yeah, I don't know. Like with gliding. Under- I can I can I can do some maths here. Yeah, hit us with some physics, dude. Yeah. Rather than jumping off, what Jody's going to do is he's going to dash up the wall and then uh, he'll get like ninety feet up and then jump off that and glide down from there for additional time spent in the air, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me do some let me do some maths here. <laughs> Okay, so with that kind of fall height, Jackson, you yeah. can get, I'm going to say factoring in your slow fall, you can glide out to a little under halfway across this chasm of water and try and land on one of these moving platforms. Great. I try. Yeah, Jody's yeah. gonna gonna try and like just try and like run up the wall and try and like glide down, fucking tactical air, aerial insertion, and try okay, and exactly. land on one of these platforms as it's halfway across the water. Okay. Uh, please don't refer to the gliding as tactical insertion, because uh, that's kind of my bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, fuck. Fair, you can but, but, dimension but... door across this thing, can't you? Fuck. I forgot about this shit. I gave you guys. Okay. Also, keeping in mind, I I, I want the I want the cannon to be that as like Jody runs up and activates it, like the material. Material, like almost like an electric pulse runs through it and it goes like, okay, yes. it balloons out very much like uh, Batman's cloak Batman, when he does that. Yeah. So we're seeing the first use of the cloak. Okay, okay. All right, so I want to get this picture clear in my head. Trazilia and Duncan are still standing on the ledge and Jody's running up the wall and then trying to like glide down onto one of these little platforms. Very, very good. You managed to hit this platform a little under half of its way. Which one are you going for, by the way? The one marked one, the one marked two, or the one marked three? I guess the one marked one. Okay. As you sort of hit the ground on this platform, you hit it expertly, ready to rock and roll. Immediately, you are set upon by thick tendrils of brackish water that spring up out of this coursing torrent trying to knock you off this platform. I'm gonna say Jackson, take a, well this is where I'm I'm allowing you guys to get a bit creative in terms of how you want to stay on this platform as it's moving across the gap whilst you're being buffeted by these things of water. So for you Jackson, I'll offer I think what makes sense would just be a dex check to try and like dodge out of the way of these tendrils of water. And I'm gonna say considering you're already halfway across roughly, take advantage on this check because you've kind of got like you have to spend less time trying to dodge these things straight decks is what I want though like advantage okay Mm mm-hmm first one was a nine. Um, okay, 16 plus five, 21. Okay, cool. So Jody manages to spend the remaining couple of seconds on this platform, dodging out of the way of these tendrils of water. And eventually the platform comes to like join with the island on the other side that has this lever and door. And you can kind of step across off it. The way I want to do this is kind of an initiative count type thing because time is a factor here. I just want to say that like, you guys don't have to do anything, but I'm just going to quickly throw the option of Duncan and Drasilia to do something if they want to here before we go back around to Jackson. Because that's, that's essentially in the way I'm running this mechanic that's like Jody's turn for that round. And now you guys have an opportunity to do something, or we'll just jump straight back around to Jody.
1: I kind of feel like we should just wait and see. See what happens when it's a yeah,
0: okay. Yeah.
2: Jody, I'm gonna hold off and get data based on what happens to you. Okay, great.
0: So, uh, just <laughs> and Duncan, chill, just just chill here for a minute, which means we're back around to Jody. Jody, I need you to make another check of some description, and tell me what you're doing here, because as you've landed on this platform, more of these tendrils are laughing up out of the water trying to grab you and pull you back down. What do you do? Cool, cool. Uh, how far am I to the other side? You're on the platform now where the lever in the door is, but I'm telling you that there's tendrils leaping up out of the water to get you. What are you doing to, like, dodge or block them or something? Yeah, I, th- I think Jody's, like, u- using his footwork, essentially. Like, he's just yeah, like, yeah, sort just of, st- like... Straight dodging. Like All right, cool. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Make another dex check for me. Hell yeah, twenty. Okay, that's good enough. You managed to dodge out of the way of these things, freeing you an opportunity to yank that lever if you want. Is that in front of like uh like door one? Yeah, yeah, you're in front of door one now on this platform. It's just like a regular, like wrought iron door and there's a lever next to it. Yeah, Jody like uh uses his rod to like uh like two smash hands that on top of those lever. Smash that nasty like lever down. down? Yeah. Okay, fantastic. Also, what happens is Jody smashes that lever down all the while just dodging nimbly out of the way of this water. The lever lights up. And the big carving of the like single Roman numeral lights up above the door, and you all hear a loudly ticking clock apparatus begin. Yeah, well, it's, it's ticking and ticking. You guys have got an opportunity to do something if you want.
2: I mean, Jody seems to be handling fine. We'll just wait and see what happens when it ticks out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh
0: god. Yeah, Jody, uh, I'm just gonna keep. Okay, keep so whilst Jung Khan is fumfering around for a sentence to say, the clock finishes ticking with a final resounding tock. And as that occurs, the lever that Jody has just pulled down with his staff rockets back up to the top position, and very quickly, the three platforms in front of the three doors dunk back down into the water. Jody falls down into the water and is quickly dragged under and out of your sight by the raging torrents of water. Oh, dearie. How to Win Loot and Influence Dragons is a production of the Curio Network, and hosted by Thomas Owen, Grace Chapel, Ben McAllister, and Jackson Newsom. Editing by Ben McAllister. You can find details of all the music in the show notes. We've got other content on Curio, such as Odds and Ends, where Grace talks with people about the mementos they've kept and the stories behind them, or still interested, where we look at film and TV that has been rebooted or remade and try to figure out why they thought it was a good idea. Check it all out at curionetwork.com. I feel like it's misrepresentation of us to say, like, this is our horny episode. It definitely has to be, like, this is our horniest. Because it suggests that this show has just, like, been nothing but, you know, like, Uh, very respectable content. (laughs) Yeah.
2: We came out the gate swinging past the news.
1: (laughs) Mmm. Well, I certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very good. Just being very included in all these dick jokes. Yeah. (laughs) You can
2: strap one on. I'm going to tell you how to live your life. You could be I got that. that
1: big ovary energy over here. I <laughs> want to get that
0: checked. Dead
1: no. make, oh, make a cut noise. <laughs> 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 so in. My dad listens. That's
0: going to be the post credit. <laughs>